you're saying that it almost can be equivalent to what I would see in the U.S. So that's nearly doubling my business. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, it paints the picture of it being a complete no-brainer, doesn't it? Welcome to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. And today I'm joined by a very special guest, Ricky Hooker from Global E-Commerce Experts. Ricky is a general manager um, there. And those guys are doing some amazing things, helping um, predominantly e-commerce and Amazon sellers grow their businesses by expanding what they're doing um, into the UK and the EU. So, uh, Ricky, super glad to have you today. Let's jump into uh, your background a little bit and as well as what you guys are up to at Global E-Commerce Experts. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, appreciate the invite. Um, we Global E-Commerce Experts has been around for five or six years. Uh, I've been with the business for uh, just over two years. Um, I have a 20-year background in growing overseas businesses out of the UK and uh, and vice versa, uh, and especially creating and nurturing international trade with the United States. So um, it was very natural for me to join uh, Global E-Commerce Experts as I um, uh, transferred into the e-commerce market um, with a real edge, uh, information edge on you know the nuances of building and growing trade in the UK and the EU from the United States. Yeah, I love it. So, so Ricky, I'm an Amazon seller, we'll say. I'm selling in the United States and I'm starting to develop a presence. I'm growing my brand. Um, and then what you guys are saying basically is that at a certain point, the, the next logical kind of phase of growth is not going to be staying domestic in the United States. It's going to be going abroad and the most logical place to go next um, with the most opportunity right now is the UK and EU. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, most US e-commerce sellers um, will uh, attack the closest overseas market first, which is to sell in Canada. It's a very simple way of bolting onto your existing sales uh, supplied normally from home. Yeah. Um, the UK and the EU is an attractive market for e-commerce sellers. In broad terms, it's worth 80% of your home sales. So if you're a US seller on a million dollar with a million dollar uh, trade arbitrarily uh, with a million dollar mm-hmm. business, uh, you could within 12 to 18 months expect or or, or strive for 800k of European equivalent uh, sales. Amazon's a little bit in, in particular, our e-commerce is a little bit more complicated than uh, it is in the US. Uh, so um, uh, that requires more typically more than one marketplace. But nonetheless, you know, the, 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 the initial math is on uh, reaching critical, a critical point in your the growth of your e-commerce business to say, OK, how do I now go horizontal and take my existing products offering uh, and take that to new markets rather than trying other SKUs or other products in a, uh, you know, a cramped marketplace? Yeah. So, Ricky, um, just to kind of reiterate what you said there. So you're saying if I'm running a million dollar a year business in the U.S. 
And if I expand to the UK and the EU, even though it's a kind of a, um, a joint effort there between all these different little smaller markets, you're saying that it almost can be equivalent to what I would see in the US. So that's nearly doubling my business. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, it paints the picture of it being a complete no-brainer, doesn't it? When you can get to the stage of um, uh, of a very attractive and totally attainable, albeit with challenges, um, way of doubling your business. There remains a critical point in the growth of an e-commerce business to be able to say, now's the time to go international because you need to have everything aligned at home, get everything dialed in and feel as if you're um you know your supply chain your logistics your optimization of your of you of what's going on at home is pre-dialed in first but once you do that um global e-commerce experts is referred clients directly by amazon maybe they'll look at their sales and say okay this particular seller's doing really well on fba maybe they're a vendor seller and they uh, and they'll make a suggestion a hey, it's definitely time to, it's time to time to branch out and go global uh, and uh, we'll help those those brands through the the challenges of uh, of getting set up and then the ongoing remoteness of running their business abroad. Uh, the same business that is. It's not a different business. It's the same one. Um, some clients will have their own growth strategy, but nonetheless, the number remains the same. That that eighty percent uh, kind of benchmark number is um a very realistic thing to strive for some sellers find they far out exceed their home sales abroad because the product is particularly relevant in some particular markets others of course we wouldn't recommend if they were selling something that was particularly domestic yeah perhaps then you know their 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 the expectations would be let would be less it would say it has some some dependency on the product itself sure so so Ricky then when you're seeing uh, an Amazon business that's predominantly based in the U.S. and you're trying to advise that particular entrepreneur what they should be doing or what they should be thinking about. Is there any particular like level of sales or is it maturity that you can spot or what should they be thinking about? Like, oh, OK, now's the time I should be talking, having a conversation with Ricky and global e-commerce experts. Like, when is that? Well, th there's no there's no bad time, but. Uh, growing to an overseas market, you know, an ocean away from home uh, and potentially <laughs> a continent and then an ocean, <laughs> if you're a West Coast seller, um, is an investment. It's an investment in your business, an investment in your, the growth of your of your operation. Uh, it's an investment in more stock. So it, it, I would say it would be it would normally be a financial decision that based on the on the level of investment um you know is it if if you had a relatively small a few thousand dollars a month um homegrown fba business would you want to invest 10 to 15 thousand dollars growing to the U, growing into the uk and the eu probably not ready yet but that's mm -hmm. not to say you might have identified a product which um you know there was limited uh competition for in the uk and the eu less so than at home and that was a very strategic move so it's, it's not exclusive by any by any imagination but we typically we are our smallest sellers are low to mid five figure sellers uh, or above 
at the, at the, at the you know the lowest point in um, in the chain. But that's not to say that that's exclusive. So when you say low to mid five figure, are you saying monthly sales or annual sales? Monthly sales. Monthly sales. Okay. So then, you know, 10,000 is kind of the minimum per month is what you'd be looking at. Um, and then as you grow, obviously, and you become more mature in your marketplace, then you start becoming um, kind of uh, more aware of, hey, we're not growing as fast as what we would like to anymore. Maybe we should expand. So I like it, Ricky. So what are you seeing um, like for the people that don't use a company like yourselves, like what are the things that, you know, somebody would be thinking about and then they just totally trip over. Um, they make a huge mistake. Like what's the big mistake that everybody makes who tries to do this on their own? Well, um, the big mistake is that you're not in Kansas anymore. So it's Europe. There's different languages. <laughs> uh, there's different currencies. Um, there's multiple countries. You're not dealing with one place. You're dealing with multiple marketplaces. You're dealing with multiple versions of the same marketplace in some cases when it comes to Amazon or eBay. Um, you are uh, working remotely when it comes to time zones. A West Coast seller gets a few minutes of the business day in the UK and virtually none, if any, of the European business day. So, you know, transactionally, things tend to tend to be in terms of communication, things tend to be a slight, slightly uh, slower and more complex under, you know, under normal working conditions. Mm -hmm. um, there's very different requirements when it comes to product compliance. That's where you need some professional house health, uh, some pro professional help. There's very different nuances when it comes to sales tax in those different countries, for instance. Uh, so all that needs to be dialed in before you can go to market. And before all that, you need to understand, is my product right for the UK and the EU? If you're selling cowboy boots or Stars and Stripes flags or gun rucks for a, for a, for a truck, you're not going to sell as many of those in the UK and the EU where, you know, market conditions um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's cultural differences. Most products that sell online at home, you know, your regular e-commerce fare, the kind of things that someone will go and buy online, most of that predominantly will sell well in the UK and the EU, uh, handled and launched correctly. So, but fu but fundamentally, you know, in answer to your question, it's mainly the, the trip ups to begin with are mainly compliance and setup, and really just underestimating the um, you know how and how and where to go and get set up first. Yeah. So in Europe, you guys have all these smaller kind of countries sitting on top of each other. So when you go to sell in the EU, it's like you're you're um, you're dealing with a lot of different regulations, but a lot of different cultures. And Ricky, you've traveled a little bit in the United States. You kind of know that each state in the United States almost feels like its own country. Beside, but but we all speak the same uh, language, right? So just imagine. <laughs> imagine the complexity that you would see when it's actually all these little different countries that that you're dealing with. So what is it that you guys actually do at Global E-Commerce Experts to help sellers kind of bridge that gap, Ricky? Well, in short, we we break down all of the barriers to initial um, sort of the feasibility, compliance and setup, launch, and then ongoing supply um, where it, when it comes to uh, third-party logistics, fulfillment, returns, reworking, um, 
tax compliance, product compliance, shipping, customs clearance in different countries, and the ongoing um, maintenance of your account. Take, for instance, when it comes to the maintenance of your account, um, you'll be well uh, well versed in PPC and AdWords of your US-based um, uh, e-commerce platforms, account, e-commerce marketplace account. That mm-hmm. needs to be separated. You know, your your PPC and your SEO is separate in France, is separate in Germany, is separate in the UK. They're different languages, um, and they need to be optimized accordingly. So all of that needs to be separated out. And typically, those things are handled for you remotely. You can do it yourself, and there's bits of software that, that, that make that slightly easier, of course. But we take a holistic approach to launch, uh, sorry, compliance, launch, promotion, and growth of e-commerce bland, brands into the UK and the EU. And I say them separately because, of course, since, uh, and as a Brit, uh, we, we um, uh, left the European Union, uh, which is a bit like uh, California, uh, deciding yeah. it doesn't want to be in the United States anymore. Yeah. Um, and it wants to be its own country. I'm sure quite a few Californians, some Californians might want to do that, but most wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we're, of course, distinctly different now from uh, from the European Union. So that's now separated. Um, those laws will, the regulations and the laws will slowly start to kind of diverge uh, as uh, you know, as the years go by, at the moment they're, they're not they're not too dissimilar. So, Ricky, I like what you were saying that you guys take a holistic approach. So, um, in your case, you not only help with the regulation and the setup, but you also help with the actual operations of generating sales, right? That's what you were saying. Yeah, the growth element is a big part of what uh, what makes Global Economist Experts unique in so far as this is not just about putting your goods in a warehouse somewhere that's not near you and feeding in orders. This is about yeah. uh, ensuring that your products and your financial affairs are compliant initially and on an ongoing basis, making sure that your goods are being fulfilled. Um, you know, our warehouse here in the UK and the Netherlands have prime eligibility for, uh, for merchant uh, fulfilled sellers. Um, that means that somebody's really got to have a handle on where's mm-hmm. my wh- when when are my orders coming? Where's my stuff going? Uh, is it going to align with the clients? Because that's that's the client's prime badge. It's going to get lost if we don't perform. So yep. um, we uh, we put a lot of time and energy into the effect of of the sorry the 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 growth of those e-commerce sellers in the UK and the EU by through advice and you know the next steps in the journey because for us that generates more orders which needs more fulfillment so yep. the, you know the underlying business case from our perspective is also a no-brainer if we can take someone from you know 100k of sales to uh 200k uh, or you know uh, uh, another 80 percent on top of what their us sales are then uh you know that all those transactions are running through our uk and our eu fulfillment centers yeah, I really like that, Ricky. So you guys are really aligned with the um, success of your sellers, which is kind of unique. So that's that's amazing. So basically what it sounds like to me is you guys take the headache out of not only getting in these other markets, but you also are kind of taking responsibility for the success in those other markets, which I know um, that's where a lot of sellers have anxiety is, yes, I can get my product into the UK, but is it going to sell? And who's going to help me when it gets there? And how do I know that I'm speaking the correct uh, 
kind of dialect for um, you know this particular customer, and then especially when you go into the EU um, market. So I really like it, Ricky. What is um, as we come to the close here? What's the best way for um, people to reach out to you directly, or if you'd like um, to get in contact with global e-commerce experts? Yeah, so you can search for us relatively quickly online, global e-commerce experts. Uh, we are global e-commerce experts.com um, with a hyphen on e-commerce. Um, and you can fill in a, uh, a contact request on our website and we'll be uh, happy to take a look at wherever you are in the journey. Maybe you've started and you've, um, uh, you've created and you come to some barriers. Maybe you're just curious about how to do it and where the next steps might be. Uh, maybe you want to put it into your plan for later in the year, whatever, uh, we can, uh, we can help you through that. Then we have some specific single, uh, price, um, bundles that we call golden tickets which are literally your golden ticket to the uk and the eu uh, so via our website um we'd be pleased to help perfect so just do a search for global e-commerce experts you'll be able to contact those guys there so ricky before we get out of here we always like to ask two fun questions at the end ricky what is your favorite business book uh my favorite business book um is uh simon Sinek's, um, why book i love that oh nice yeah yeah okay that's uh um, one of my friends uh was raving on and on about it but i still haven't read it so i'm gonna have to definitely yeah, no, read it's it now. definite read it's definitely read it's, yeah. it's, it, you spend a lot of time thinking about that yeah great and then the the last question here is a really fun one ricky what's something that you kind of uh um, bought that was a splurge for you and that you didn't really regret it um i bought i um i bought a robot uh, lawnmower, <laughs> which uh, travels around my garden, um, cutting the grass. The downside is that I have a Labrador, and uh, this lawnmower is unable to differentiate between creations from my Labrador or the lawn, and it's the most disgusting thing ever to clean. Um, but I should oh, never man. have done that. <laughs> <laughs> well. That does sound interesting, Ricky. So thanks so much, <laughs> thanks so much for for sharing not only that but all the um, the kind of nuggets that you shared um, throughout the episode. Guys, reach out to Ricky directly. Um, Global e-commerce experts, um, really really fun and really really uh, glad to have you on today, Ricky. Before we uh, jump out of here, any parting words of wisdom? Don't hesitate. Grow to the UK and the EU. We're hungry for your products. And, um, and 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 the and e-commerce buyers are ready to buy them. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks so much, Ricky. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. Mm -hmm.